BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to what is probably going to be an abbreviated Game Over International because Mikey Stevens, who was supposed to join us, appears to have not woken up. So uh, if he joins, I will let you know and we will switch over to a format where it's more conversational. Conversational, sorry. But uh, for now, I need you folks in the stream chat, the few who are in here at 6 a.m., to get going. Ask me some questions. We'll talk, we'll go back and forth, because, uh, you know, we, we got to have some sort of back and forth here. I can't just talk it myself for 20 or 30 minutes. So I think the first thing that I have on my list here is uh, obviously Canada's men's hockey team won 5-1 over Germany in their opening game of the men's hockey tournament, which is pretty fun. I think that uh, people didn't expect them to be this dominant, right? Because Germany won the silver medal last time around, and I, don't, I didn't think that you look at the Canadian... Uh, roster and they're going to be better than they were the last Olympics. I think that's pretty clear uh, for the Leafs fans who are out there. I think they're probably pretty happy about Josh Hosang getting two assists. That's pretty nice. Uh, the goal scorers were kind of all over the place. Uh, ben Street, my goodness. Oh, no, sorry. Hosang didn't get two assists. The way that the uh, Olympics shows or CBC page shows uh, the stat line is goals, then shots on goal, then assists. Very counterintuitive and very annoying, CBC, so please fix that. So Hosang had two shots, no assists. Apologies to that. Uh, ben Street scored. Jordan Wheel, former Montreal Canadian, scored. Daniel Winnick, former uh, Toronto Maple Leaf, scored. Alex Grant scored. That was the one from the blue line. And Maxime Noro scored. So five goals for Germany, or for Canada, to one from Germany. And I got to say... When I went over the best bets with Jesse on the last episode of Game Over International, I think we hit every single one. Both teams scored in the second period. Canada won. Uh, I think the the over was... Oh, no, we didn't hit all of them. I think that the over was for each team to score two goals. And I said... I was sketchy on that one. I wasn't sure. But I thought that we would hit that. Unfortunately, they didn't. Uh... GFS1970 says the tyrant Adam isn't going to be happy about this. Rock on, Andrew. Yes. So Mike Stevens, Mikey Stevens tweeted yesterday that Adam with a loaded gun forced him to wake up for this show. Well, Mikey's not here. So unfortunately, rest in peace, Mikey Stevens. 
He has been slain by the tyrant boss of SDPN, CEO Adam Wilde. Please do not actually say that he killed uh, Mikey Stevens. I'm just kidding. He didn't kill Mikey Stevens. Uh, good morning from Switzerland. What game did you watch? I spent all night watching uh, curling. I watched uh, Jennifer Jones, the leader, Skip, of the Canadian curling team, actually lost her first ever game in Olympics, like her Olympic career. I believe she's now 13-1, and one, so the Japanese team were incredible. They made some fantastic shots in the clinky rocks last night, and that was super fun to watch. They, they did have so much fun out there, the Japanese team. Uh, the commentators were saying that like they're a big hit everywhere they go, uh, especially touring Canada and different various competitions for curling. They're a big hit. So I, I could see why they were super fun. They had a lot of fun. Uh, Jennifer Jones seemed really frustrated the whole thing, the whole time, just couldn't get things going. Reminded me a little bit of Canada's mixed doubles uh, in in curling as well. That just didn't go for well for them either. So hopefully it's not a harbinger for how this tournament goes for Jennifer Jones and Team Canada. They're one and one now. They've got lots of time to make things up uh, in this tournament. Let's see what else we got here. Was the Canada's men game a revenge game? I mean, not that much holdover for Team Canada. I think this is just a, a statement that they're going to be taken seriously, right? And, oh, the other bet that we had with Jesse was does Canada score first and in the first period, and we got that one too. So he did pretty well. Jesse didn't win all his bets. He won all but one, I believe, unless he didn't end up placing the each team scoring at least two goals bet. Germany didn't uh, make it through on that one. Uh, which players from Team Germany did I know? Let's see. I'll look through the roster quickly here. Uh, I know Tom Kunakel, Dominic Cahoon. Uh, who else do I know? Tobias Reeder. Corbinian Holzer. I think I've heard of Moritz Mueller, but I'm not 100% sure. It might just be that I know a few other Müllers. But yeah, that's that's who I know from from them. Unfortunately, not a ton more than that because I don't get a chance to watch too much European hockey, but I know a fair amount of them. I have people laughing at Mikey. Yeah. Sorry, Mikey. You're gone now. You're dead to me. Mikey was going to be on for multiple shows, too. I don't know, Mike. Can't trust you anymore. Uh, Sean Farrell for USA. Absolutely. I mean, running game over Montreal. I have to talk about Sean Farrell. I think it was like five points. He had, yes, against China, but that Chinese team also plays together as the Kunlun Red Star, right? So they should have some level of chemistry, even if they're not the most skilled team in the tournament. So Sean Farrell, Montreal Canadiens prospect who put up an incredible uh, final season in his uh, USHL career. I believe he led the league in scoring by 16 points, which is a lot. And that league is is come up a lot in recent years. I've heard a lot of good stuff about Sean Farrell, his uh, hockey IQ. So really good news for the Montreal Canadiens who could use some good news. Frankly, it's been a long year for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Mikey pulled a Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Although I don't, I don't think he had to park or anything. So less excuse than Steve. Yeah, this is, I am apparently Sid six arrow on breakfast television, but Mikey doesn't have kids to make it an excuse. So, no, no, repri re no reprieve for Mikey. I think we should make fun of him essentially all day today. Keep it to just today. But just, you know, if you're on Twitter, boo Mikey Stevens, Mikey Stevens 81. You can find his Twitter handle in the stream chat. Just send him a couple boos. No context. Just boo. Boo him many times. Do I have a favorite European non-national team? 
non-national team like a european league team no no i don't uh i always when i would play like nhl games i always liked to joker it just because it was like the, the jester but i don't think i i don't cheer for any in team in terms of uh which european team i like outside of canada like if i wasn't cheering for canada in these uh, tournaments who would i cheer for It'd be finland i don't know why I just love finland i love the gritty style they play with i like sweden too sweden has amazing jerseys they just stick to what works. Although their one in these tournaments is, eh, I don't love it. I like the like bright colors that Sweden brings to the table. Could this men's team beat the Habs? So, put Devin Levi in that, and yeah, yeah, they'll have better goaltending probably. That's, I mean, maybe not now. The Habs actually played well last night. Like uh, they lost five two, but that had more to do with goaltending than the game. They played really, really well. Uh, someone says he kind of looks like Cole Caulfield. I'm assuming talking about, uh, now I'm blanking on the name, the five pointer. Uh, yeah, a little bit. He's a little bit bigger than Cole Caulfield. I think he's five ten, but also a short guy who scores a lot of points. Uh, Mikey's getting the full boot. Oh yes. Mikey's getting it hard. Mikey is going to regret not waking up. He said he was setting 16 alarms for the morning to wake up for this. Apparently that's not enough. Steph says, uh, the fact that you have to think about it is kind of an answer in itself. Yes, yes, it is. I mean, it's been a depressing season for the Montreal Canadiens, frankly, and anything that could go wrong has gone wrong. But I think that just based on how engaged they were against the Washington Capitals, we're probably going to see a bit better of a showing from here on out. I think that as much as I don't really fault Dom Ducharme, and I don't really think he's at fault for what's gone wrong, there's so many things that have gone wrong. I think having a fresh voice in there that's focused more on having fun and creating offense is going to be really good. You know, just Jeff Petrie last night talking about the fact that the clear roles of what's to be done in the defensive zone allowed them to think quicker and get out of the zone quicker. I mean, I don't want to make Game Over International a Canadians show, but that speaks volumes, right? Is that somebody is right away saying, this is... Like the communication is clear that insinuates that it wasn't. Now, Jeff Petrie is the one guy who's been kind of outspoken about Ducharme. They clearly didn't get along, but, uh, you know, there's, there's something there and they appeared to benefit from it, at least in that game. And Cole Caulfield looked spectacular in that game. So the fact that he scored first time in, I think 17 or 18 games and scored twice really, but was one of them was called off on a janky offside review. That's interesting to me. I think that he's going to do pretty well. You know what? I'm going to make a prediction for the Montreal Canadiens. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about with the Montreal Canadiens on this show today. I think that not only do the Montreal Canadiens win their next game, I think they win the back-to-back against Columbus and, and Buffalo. First of all, bad teams. Second of all, they got that new coach, you know, like the juice. You know, they, they got something to play for. So, fun times for the Montreal Canadiens this weekend, I think. Julian is going to cover two wins. So, yeah, if you... Didn't know Julian McKenzie will be hosting both afternoon game overs for me because I'm taking the weekend off from doing all these shows and Tic Tac. Oh, oh, sorry, Tic Tac Tomar will be hosting Game Over International on the weekend, just like last weekend, because that's his job now here. Uh, what's the deal with the doping Russian skater? I like it seems like there's new news on that every single time I look. I saw that she was allowed to practice today which makes no sense because she wouldn't be allowed to be competing 
I uh, I feel like the best person to uh, uh, Bruce Arthur on Twitter had been posting a bunch of stuff like that from international sources uh, of who's to blame for that slipping through the cracks and essentially the politics behind why Russian athletes still are doping is that the agencies in charge of stopping that treated Russia with kid gloves, right? So by not uh, keeping Russia from competing in these Olympic games and essentially every Olympic game since Sochi, when they were caught, uh, it is nonsensical to allow them to compete under a banner that is like quote unquote, not Russia. Nobody cares about that. Like Russians aren't going to be like, Oh, well, we can't celebrate this gold medal win because it's not technically us. It's, it's a Russian skater, right? Or a Russian, uh, whatever Russian, uh, skier, whatever it's, doesn't make any sense. It's just a symbolic gesture that nobody cares about. And in the end, no punishment for the Russian Federation who are, is still in large part, forcing their athletes to partake in these doping programs. They don't really have a choice in it because if they don't, they'll just find somebody else who will. And it starts from a young age. Like I would encourage everyone to watch. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix about doping. I forget what it's called. Now I'm just going to Google it quickly. I think it might be called um, documentary on doping on Netflix. Let's see. It is called Icarus. Yes. I encourage everyone to watch Icarus on Netflix. It is a fantastic documentary about the politics and the pressure, the social pressures of doping. It's fantastic. Um, what else have we got here? Did you see the stat where Markstrom has as many shutouts as the Habs have wins this year? I did. Uh, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to talk about the Canadians anymore, but yes, I did see that, and also depressing. All right, so the other stuff that I watched last night was the USA women's team, which had a tough time putting down the Czech Republic, or Czechia, I guess is the accurate term now. Although, I've, I've, well, they asked to be called Czechia in the World Juniors. I have seen a lot of official media still calling them Czech Republic in these Olympics. So I'm not sure what's going on there. If the Czech Federation has not been as clear for this, but uh, yeah, Czechia, they absolutely dominated them in shots, scoring chances, shot attempts, all that. But the Czech goaltender was unbelievably incredible. And it took a bad bounce off of a Czech player's own stick to beat her through the five hole and then things just started to fall apart for the Czechs and they and they couldn't keep it going. I'm overall glad that the USA women won because I think we all want USA Canada in the final because we know that'll be the most entertaining game. But it is always funny to see the team that you're cheering against get a little bit scared. So that was it was kind of interesting, kind of fun to see them jittery and worried that it might not work out for them. But glad it ended up the right way. And you always want to see the best team win, really. Uh, can you recommend Swiss Chalet? I cannot. Swiss Chalet is garbage. Unfortunately, I cannot do that. If you want real rotisserie chicken, go to a smaller place, not a, a factory-produced garbage restaurant. Uh, cool Runnings back in the show. Psyched. Uh, yeah, I've heard that the Jamaican bobsled team doesn't want to be referred that way, so we'll just call them the Jamaican bobsled team, but that is really cool that they're back. I see that my kids have woken up. That's always fun. So that'll be interesting to watch as things continue here. 
But uh, do you think this tight game against the Czechs means anything for the U.S. team in their next game? No. No, I think they'll take it super serious. And they're a great team. They're going to get through to the gold medal round. I don't think anything is going to stop them there. I think that they're just... They had a little scare. And that happens sometimes. Yeah, I can show you guys here. Put that up to the thing. You can see they're both hanging out in Miles' crib. Dylan got up to hang out with him, which is what he does now. It's always fun. So, there's some kid time. So, Camilo was apparently suspended by Rusada, Russian anti-doping agency, for one day after a positive test from December. Appealed and then overturned. The ISU and WADA are also appealing now. According to Sarah here. Yeah, that, how do you get a suspension for one day? That's That's an interesting... Do you care about the background at the big air? Uh, you mean like the background information? like, Or just like uh, what it looks like in the background? Andrew, it's 6 a.m. You don't have time to cry. I'm sorry, Robert. My kids are very cute. I can't help it. They come from this, you know? It's, it's very cute. So uh, what else is there here? I think the request specifically to the IHF for World Juniors, so it might not apply to every non-hockey sport. That's about Czechia. So that's interesting. I wonder why they would make that choice, that delineation. Oh, there's, apparently there's a power plant in the back of the Big Air. I haven't been able to watch the Big Air. That isn't the one that I've taken in yet. What I've really liked so far in terms of uh, atmosphere has been the slope-style course, where they built like the Great Wall beside. I think that's really creative and fun. Uh, other than that, we should probably preview the uh, Canadian women's quarterfinal, which is going live today which I think is happening shortly after this show will end at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, which I am going to stay up and watch, because why not? And uh, ruin my sleep even more, because that's what we do during the Olympics. We make those sacrifices. I think uh, the Canadian women are going to win. Hot take. It's uh, <laughs> going to be less stressful than the one against uh, the Czechs for the USA, because frankly, this Canadian team has been incredibly dominant offensively. And I don't know, I'm just not worried about them. They've scored their way out of everything. I think that uh, the Sarahs are going to continue carrying them. And now that Mary Philippe Poulain is hot as well, like, man, watch out. This is probably the most entertaining Canadians, Canadians women's team in terms of offense in a long stretch here. And as much as the USA did dominate them territorially in the last game, I think that had a lot more to do with the fact that the Canadian women played less than 24 hours before and were wearing masks for that game, which I don't know if you've ever played like high interval, uh, in high intensity interval sports like ho like hockey. But if you're doing that, you're breathing a lot and like heavy breaths. And if you're trying to breathe through an M90, N95 mask, like you're just not going to be able to catch your breath in the same way as if you're not wearing that mask. Like, man, I have trouble going upstairs in one of those masks without losing my breath a little bit. So I think those women were absolutely bagged at the start of that game. And it wasn't really until the USA made it two to one that they were like, oh, no, we need to give it like we need to dig deep here and really push. And they did. And they beat them in short order. And as much as like the USA team dominated shots, like, I don't know. Did they dominate scoring chances to you guys? Because to me. I thought they got their chances, but they also shot from the outside a whole heck of a lot, which is something that has plagued Canada against the U.S. in recent years. So I think this Canadian team is fantastic. I think they're going to win the gold.
when I heard Game Over Montreal was launched, I was hiking in the Swiss mountains and actually cheered. After that, only sadness. Uh, yeah, I wish I could tell you that it's going to be all gravy from here on out, but I think we're due for a little bit more sadness this year and maybe even next year. But we're still going to have fun on the show. We have fun every time, and uh, that's all I can do, right? That's all I can control is how much fun we have on the show and how cathartic it is when we can yell each other and be angry at this team or be happy about the team that's the best part how much sleep have you actually had uh not a lot like i mentioned when we were on with jesse yesterday i was averaging about four and a half hours including last weekend but on the weekdays i've been sleeping around 10 to 4 so that's not too bad my like my usual sleep schedule is only like six hours 15 minutes so it's not too bad now i'm at an equilibrium uh, your Austrian power saved you this time, Daniel. Yep, yep, for sure. Gets to stay up uh, to a different hour here. Uh, that means that, uh, the men's team for the U.S. is super fun to watch this year. It's just all skill play. Yeah, they went young, right? That's super fun. I'm excited to see Team Canada versus Team U.S. game that uh, Tic-Tac Omar, Tic-Tac Tomar is going to preview on tomorrow's show. So that's super fun. All right, I'm going to call it here now because it's 6.30 and both kids are awake and I believe my wife is awake now too. So I've got to go help out. But I appreciate you guys sticking around with me today. And uh, make sure that you go and boo Mikey Stevens. Uh, Robert, post the uh, Twitter handle again in the chat if you can because Mikey Stevens needs to be booed. Don't be mean, just boo. No context, just boo him for not showing up, please. All right, thanks everyone for making the stream chat really active. So I have lots of stuff to talk about making it collaborative. I love you very much. We will see you tomorrow. Oh no, I won't see you tomorrow morning. Omar will see you tomorrow morning. And then Julian will see you tomorrow afternoon. Cause it's Friday. I will see you on Monday.